When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. to the listeners okay it says the episode has been over for 14 minutes and i'm still giddy my face is capital hot i feel drunk and i'm completely sober that's all correct yeah you sent me then a text a little bit later you said my cheeks are still flushed and it's been half an hour lol Donnie, there's no one else I would rather be talking to about this shit than you. Thank you. I'm so glad you brought me on. I was on Twitter begging people, like, please bring me on your podcast. I need to talk about this. Um, And I'm glad that you took the bait. (laughs) It wasn't even bait. I was just like, okay, yeah, this is easy peasy. I appreciate it. I am the the producer of this podcast. So I, (laughs) spoiler alert, we don't have a staff. It's just me. So um, when someone says, hey, can I be on your podcast? Yeah. I say, yeah, <laughs> you can. Unlike reality fantasies, the reality is, is only one person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the name of this episode is going to be reality von, please. Because, oh, I love that. Because, can you do that in Lisa Barla voice? I love that. It was your voice. Donnie. No, that is my voice. I do have Lisa Barlow voice. Wait. 
full of vexation come out with complex. I love that. <laughs> I love how you got into character. <laughs> Whenever I have to do accent work, I always, right before I go on stage, I have to say a line, like, in that accent, and then I can come out and deliver the performance of a lifetime. Okay. Did it in Greece? Did it in Midsummer Night's Dream? Did it in Anything Goes? If you've ever been around the Ben Salem area, perhaps you've seen those performances <laughs> and already know. <laughs> I mean that's that's art. That's, that's <laughs> dedication. That's thespianism. Thank you. You know what else is this finale? Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> this is like it's so it's it just it took so many turns. So many. It's like it's so funny that oh god, we'll get into it. It's dramatic. Like yeah. <laughs> And what's crazy is in the moment, I like literally rolled off of my couch onto the floor. I literally grabbed Quinn's leg. Like we just found out my whole family died in a car accident. Like <laughs> going through it this entire episode. I rewatched it this morning and like nothing is really big. <laughs> no, it's just the manner in which it is revealed yeah. is so ridiculous because the show is ridiculous. Like, yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> we find out that Monica, which we I think was like already on Twitter a little bit, so this was already kind of out there. Um, that Monica runs this uh Instagram and Twitter account called Reality Von Tees, which was initially a Jen Shaw fan account, then it turned into a Jen Shaw slam account, and it's the one where those videos of Jen um like abusing her coworker that or her employee, Koa, yeah. all that stuff came out on that page and so the big reveal is that monica was the person behind this page so essentially monica is a fan of the show who mm -hmm. is now on the show and what i think is funny like people are like oh no the like the like sanctity of housewives <laughs> is being questioned because you're putting a a, a fan on the show I'm like they're all fans like you think that you think that jen shaw didn't come on the show as like a nini fan like you right. think that these people aren't fans they're all fans. Like, besides the very first season of any Housewives show, anything that has been cast after that is a fan of the show. Like Exactly. And on top of that, the editors are us because the way that the show is filmed, like, the fact that we have this, like, minor callback to, like, farm animals calling each other <laughs> bitch. Like, it honestly feels like something from, like, a recap. It feels like a Joe Gunn meme or, like like a Yolanda Fister meme uh -huh. or like a Watch What Crappens bit where like they just go off on a tangent about goats talking shit about the women. <laughs> like, it, so to me, it feels like, okay, forget that the the, the cast is fans. The editors are like podcasters. Like the editors yes. are like making memes. Like, yeah. so fuck the sanctity of the show. This is the best show on Bravo right now. It is because not... They are fans, yes, but they also self-produce, but in a way where it's not like Kyle Richards self-produced. Like when Heather, and we'll get into the timeline here, I think Heather and everybody knew all of this for much longer than we're led to believe. 1,000%. Okay, good. We'll get into details 1, later. 1,000%. With knowing that, Heather brought those fucking handmade doll babies back just to attack Monica. Like this, they were planning a finale and they delivered it. I mean, they did. And I'm okay with it. Like, I just wish that you would own that, you know? Me too. Um, 
The episode starts with Whitney and Monica in bed together. I'm very confused about it because I forgot that it had been two weeks since we mm. saw Housewives. And I was like, where did the – how did – why is Monica and why are they together? And then I forgot that the last episode ended with Whitney yelling at Heather saying, you exploited my vagina. She did. And we got an excerpt from that scene this episode. And I have no interest in reading that book. <laughs> it, seemed, it seems so bad. It's bad. Like I and and like Heather's so proud of it. Yeah. Let me be honest with you. If I wrote a book, it probably would sound like that. But that's why I'm not writing a book. <laughs> it's just so many pop culture references. Like there's the Titanic one first. She's like, oh, she laid down like Rose in Titanic and told me to draw her like a French girl. Then I, she took off her pirate panties. Ahoy, matey. I was like, none of these are sentences. No, it's like all just like it's like text. <laughs> Predictive text. Yeah. (laughs) It is predictive text. Exactly. So they are, they're doing a little recap for us to get us back up to speed after two weeks of break. And it's like my notes just say vagina to Sherry. Like apparently we had a vagina fight and then it Mm -hmm. ended up with Whitney going to the beach and having a moment to like (laughs) reflect on her friend who like tragically passed away a couple weeks before they go on this trip, Sherry. <laughs> the drama here is that Lisa Barlow, which Monica does a great Lisa Barlow. Lisa Barlow says, I don't know, Whitney, somewhere being dramatic. And so <gasps> that was really good. You didn't even have to do a line off stage first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it helps that I'm a woman. Oh, yeah, that might do it. <laughs> <laughs> a line off stage. <laughs> Um, but like, I know that Heather is ready for, Heather's been waiting for this dinner for a while because of the way that she squashes it with Whitney, Mm -hmm. the next scene. Like she's annoyed with Whitney about this book stuff. I think it's so funny that there is a difference between reading a book yourself and then being (laughs) read to. And I I mean, as me and you who are not readers famously. Right. Uh Uh-huh. We don't read. By the way, Donnie, you want to know something? Tell me. I finished, I finished my first book of 2023 last night. Of 2023? <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. right. that's right. Well, no, we're not. We're going to ignore that. We didn't take track. We didn't keep track in 2023. You finished your first book of 2024 last night. On the <laughs> second. That's incredible. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> You're so kind. People were like, I read 117 books in 2023. I'm like, oh, okay. I read no. four paragraphs. Yeah, I read seven and they were all children's books for my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and that felt like hell on earth. <laughs> um, but I do agree that there is a difference between reading and being read to. Like, I think that if somebody was like, looking and they were like, okay, so this is what the book says. Blah, 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 blah. Pirates, ahoy, matey. Isn't that funny? And then Whitney's like too dumb. So she's like, oh, yeah, I guess that's fine. <laughs> and then and then like when she read the book herself, which by the way, when Heather is reading an, the excerpt from the book, it's like the very end of the book. And I'm like, yeah. wait, wait, do you think Whitney read all that? Or do you think that she downloaded the book and then searched Whitney Rose? <laughs> Maybe that. Or she had someone on her team read it first, and she's like, tell me what pages I'm on. <laughs> you think that she's got a team that powerful that's going to, like, read for her? She's not fucking... Logan Is reading Roy. a book powerful? 
Like if if she pays me eight hours a day, she can tell me what to do. If doing her makeup is part of it, great. If reading a book is part of it, great. I'm on the payroll. I guess that (laughs) I'm having a reaction to it because like I barely did my reading assignments at school. So I'm like, Mm. like hell, somebody's going to tell me to read. Like (laughs) I, so I think that's why I'm like, who, like how much is she paying somebody? But I guess like if she's telling the girl who does her carpool like hey i'll pay you a couple extra bucks to read this book yeah then i guess yeah but heather and whitney squash it very quickly and kind of like passive aggressively but oh for sure and that's why i think it's not squashed at all and they will yell about it at the reunion as if it was never squashed exactly um the ladies all get on a sprinter to go scootering and shopping meredith is wearing so many clothes <laughs> she is i need to know the weather on this island because it everyone is dressed differently i don't think it's cold <laughs> i don't think it's cold either it's very windy but <laughs> not cold i don't know anything about drugs is there like a drug that like when you're coming down from it you get really really cold I don't know that. Well, I don't appreciate that you figure I know this. But no, I, <laughs> I just put it out into the yeah, world. Yeah, I rested in crackheads here for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You did say that you do lines off stage, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> oh, both kinds. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, I don't know what the drugs are, except for, like, maybe she's having withdrawal, like, and that's why she's getting shivers, and that's why she has to, like, wear literally, like, a Lisa Renna. She's wearing, like, a Lisa Renna, what is it, Um, a duster, and, like, she's, like, it's just so weird. Like, when they all got into the car, I was like, where is Meredith going? So many layers. And then we find Meredith. Ride a scooter, yeah. Yeah, she hasn't driven in years. (laughs) Well, I'm not here to judge that. Okay. But, <laughs> I mean, I do wonder, like, when my kids are old enough to drive, will I let them drive me everywhere? Mm. I think so. Yeah, why not? It's one less thing to do. They're on your payroll. And then they can read a book for you. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Right. Um, They go shopping. Nobody has their wallets. Like, I'm shocked that Heather does not. Heather and... And um, Angie don't have Apple Pay. Well, they do, but this was planned ahead of time to set Monica up. I think they all knew. Oh, my God. Donnie, you're so smart. Because (laughs) there are a few clues that have been dropped to me that I will, when we get there, I'll, like, call it out and say, this didn't, I felt like Heather gave myself. And these were all things coming to me saying, like, this, these women knew about this ahead of time. so you think them saying, like, I don't have my card. Can you pay for it? Was yeah. like, oh, oh, Donnie, that's so smart. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't I? I mean, she was looking. She was the way she was side eyeing over her shoulder to see if the card yes. was working. I was like, Heather, you're you're not very good at hiding it. No. And did you notice it was two different cards? Like yeah. the woman that rings it in does say, like, oh, yeah, you just need to make sure it's whatever set for overseas payment but she originally tries to pay with a green card and when that's declined she's like here let me try something on my phone and then gives her a white one what bank do you think that is td bank (laughs) i immediately thought td bank (laughs) but it was like so bright that i was like i think the the like kids you know like um everybody's always telling me to download these 
for or like get one for my kids, but it's like your kid's first debit card. Hold on. Kids mm. debit card. Green light. It's called a green light card. And I'm like, is Monica using one of her children's green <gasps> light cards <laughs> to make what? a payment? <laughs> Wait a second. What if she has such bad credit that she is? Hold on. I'm gonna look up what a green light card looks like. Um Yeah. <laughs> no. Can you see it? I can see it. Because it was a very bright card and it was solid. And I was like, uh-huh. is that a green light card? <laughs> so- I think you're on to something. <laughs> uh, but then she uses a white card, which looked like an Apple card. I, I don't know why I know so much about what credit cards look like. It looked <laughs> like to me like an Apple card. Anyway. She pays for it. Um, and then an hour later, Heather gets the call. She's trembling. She's freaking the fuck out. She's devastated. That's like a famous Heather gay line. Like, Heather's yeah. always devastated. She is. But again, that's something I can't judge about because I'm never just sad or hungry or tired. Like, I'm always exhausted. I'm always <laughs> starving. Like, So for her to always be devastated, I get it. I mean, yes, you're right. Quinn says that all the time. Can't you ever just be hungry? I'm like, I'm not hungry. I'm starving. Well, because the thing is, we I feel like every time you've been on, we've talked you've talked about our eating disorders. Oh yeah. When when you um have dieted your whole life, you don't listen to your hunger cues. Yeah. Because you're like, I'm gonna go as long as I can without eating, and then you're Mm -hmm. like, Oh no, I'm starving, and then you binge. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, uh-huh. um, then they forward to four hours later. Everyone's getting glam. They head to dinner, and Heather is like really laying it on thick with these tables and dolls and the <laughs> triangles, and they're gonna play unsolved mysteries. It was so weird. I was like, this is so like haphazardly like thrown together because they're like, we're gonna play unsolved mysteries where we're gonna ask each other questions, right? But then like when they get to Whitney, because Whitney doesn't understand words, Whitney's like, my mystery is why is Lisa allowed to be dramatic, but I can't? And I'm like, <laughs> is that a mystery? <laughs> That's just a question. I don't think it is. Also, what is the lore with the Bermuda Triangle? I thought people disappear, right? Yeah, I wasn't sure, honestly. It's one of those things that like, I think I was obsessed with when I was like 11. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, that's it. Okay, the Bermuda Triangle, also known as the Devil's Triangle, is an urban legend focused on loosely defined region in the western part of North Atlantic Ocean, which, where a number of aircrafts and ships have said to have disappeared under mysterious circumstances. Yeah, things disappear. It's not like, like, Heather was really forcing a through line here. <laughs> Yeah, I just like I just don't believe it. Like, cause all of the stories of things disappearing are like before we had like cameras, yeah. <laughs> right? right. Or uh-huh. like 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 the last time something disappeared was like the nineteen sixties, and I'm like, wasn't it Olivia Newton John's husband? What? <laughs> <laughs> Did I make that up? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what is going on here. Hold on. Olivia <laughs> Newton-John, Bermuda Triangle. Um, who was her husband? No. Wait, what? why is... No, wait, no. Why is this Barry Manilow song coming up? Was he <laughs> married to Olivia Newton-John? Okay, he disappeared. 
in California, not the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> a little off. Whenever. <laughs> well, she's from Australia, so then my mind goes overseas. Okay, but Australia <laughs> not in the Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda is in the Atlantic Ocean. No, I'm familiar, yeah. Here. In our neighborhood. Right over here. Let's go on a trip so we can have this dinner. Okay, I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly. Yeah, it's like the, like I don't know where it's landing. Like it just like the trying. It's just so silly. Like even oh, I forgot to mention the whole episode opens up with Heather <laughs> dramatically being on the beach, being like. I have to. It looks like a fucking like like the voting ceremony on Survivor. It is very Survivor adjacent. (laughs) Silly, yeah. (laughs) We do have to talk about Whitney's little mystery about Lisa because they get into this thing about like who is dramatic and like I want to know how long this dramatic discussion went on because everyone went from sober to absolutely hammered by the end of it. I was like. do you think, oh, excuse me. Do you think, <laughs> I didn't need to do that off stage. Do you think Heather and producers wanted everybody drunk for the Monica thing? Because I, and we'll get into it again, the core four at this point knew what was going on with Monica and knew the point of this dinner. We're going to attack her. We're going to read her for filth, all of that. But yet they still decided, Whitney, you come for Lisa first. (laughs) Meredith, you come for Heather first. Like, are we just killing time to make sure we get drunk? Yeah, it just, I didn't quite understand. And I was like, or, or maybe the producers are like, listen, we'll let you get, we will let you kick Monica off the island, but you have to deal with the other stuff first. Because mm-hmm. I think producers were like, ostensibly the show is over after, like the episode is over after they kick Monica off. Yeah. I don't think that, I think that, so producers were like, fine, Heather, you could do your stupid little thing, but like, <laughs> we need to get into the, we need to close out some other stuff first before okay. we, you know, before we move on to the Monica thing. But yeah, it's just, it's so silly. Cause like you all ate a whole meal. Mm-hmm. You got hand- also, I don't think that it takes a lot for like, you're like, did the producers try- tell them to get drunk? I don't, I don't know a lot of like <laughs> arm ringing, arm right. ringing, arm twisting, twisting of the arm. My point Both is, sound right. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. drunk. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, Monica this is did you think that this was a clue where monica says like oh i had all of the stuff against uh meredith like i had the dm and i had the timeline and i had the proof and i had all this stuff and that's why i said what i said about meredith um i was like obviously this is heather poking this was heather trying to get stuff out of monica i feel yes for sure i think she wanted to see how quickly she would hang herself without fully like throwing it all out there. You know what I mean? Like at this point they do all know. So I think. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with Royal Caribbean? You don't just go to the beach. You visit a private Island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Heather planted seeds throughout this dinner for Monica to have the chance to say like, well, I wasn't honest about something. And she never did, which is then why we get like the real Monica. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's where it goes next. <laughs> Heather's like, I, um, first of all, why did they put, <clears throat> if producers knew this was going to happen, why did they put Meredith's doll on Heather's plate? <sighs> That's what I don't understand. <laughs> Unless the those dolls are fucking ugly. So maybe the producers just didn't know <laughs> who it was. <laughs> and then Heather picked it up and she's like, oh, so I have the Meredith doll, but... That's not who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's just so silly. Um, Her- so Heather silly. asks who the real Monica is. And she says, the real Monica doesn't want to be our friend, but she wants to profit from our lives and our pain. And just as she's about to tell us, these editors <laughs> cut to brilliant, brilliant. two hours earlier. <laughs> My next note was, is this an M. Night Shyamalan movie? Because what it is seems going like it. on? Like, they have this whole thing of, like, who is the most dramatic? This is dramatic. Yeah, and I tweeted that and tagged Lisa Barlow. I said, Lisa, this is dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Heather has gathered Whitney, Heather, Whitney, Lisa, and Meredith on the beach. One at a time, I think, needs to be pointed out. (laughs) Yeah, they come down again like it's a rose ceremony. (laughs) Where is everyone? Where is is everything okay? I'm shaking. (laughs) Heather, what's going on? Those are all my voices. <laughs> I knew exactly what I would listen to a radio show of you reenacting. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and this is where Heather tells them that Monica has schemed to infil- infiltrate their friend group, and she's actually reality Von Teese. And the way that they gasp, I mean, <laughs> and then they start crying. <laughs> I do think that 
So this is where I'm confused. I definitely think Heather knew before she set foot in Bermuda about Monica. I do think that. I think at some point before this beach scene, Whitney was also told about it as well. Um, And we know, for those of you who are saying, but she just spent the morning in bed with Monica. That can't be true. Whitney sat at this dinner next to Monica the whole time, getting drunk, talking about all the other women. And then when it was time to talk about reality Vontees, then Whitney's like, I can't do this anymore. I can't sit next to her. But you did for the first hour. So we know Whitney's quite a little actress. And that's why I think she definitely knew ahead of time. Now, I think Lisa and Meredith were blindsided. (laughs) But then I go back on that. At this point, I think Lisa and Meredith were blindsided because I do think Reality Vontees, when it became a slam account, was very Jen Shaw focused, but they did, as we saw the little lines, like, did come for Whitney's marriage or, like, sexuality, whatever. Mm -hmm. But they also if I remember correctly, had some Brooks things as well, which is why I think Meredith is crying. Oh, the Brooks thing. Yeah. Mm, I wonder. So here's the thing. I think, oh, God. It's like, this is so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Okay, here's the thing. Like, you, like, I think what really, like, cracked me up was, like, they're all sobbing, right? But, like, I also think Meredith already knew, though, because she alleges that she knew about the um, stolen bag stuff. Yes. Spoiler alert. That comes Mm -hmm. later. (laughs) So I like when they're all sobbing, I really think what it is like Heather keeps saying she's been bullying us. She's been bullying us. But really, Reality Von Tees primarily was a Jen Shaw slam Mm -hmm. account, right? I think when Heather is like, we were panicked and we were having nightmares about what is she going to say? It's like, oh, you were having nightmares because you have absolutely been in cahoots with Jen Shaw this whole Uh time. That's why you were up her ass. And that's really what you're crying about is that you don't want to go to jail. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think it has anything to do with like them feeling bullied by Monica. I think that it's the reality of the fact that they are afraid that they're going to, their shit is going to be out in the open and they're going to also be sent in the slammer with Elizabeth Holmes and Jen (laughs) Shaw. Yeah. Doing jazzercising or whatever. If there was someone recording videos of Jen Shaw yelling at employees and whatever, talking all this shit, these people were at Jen Shaw's house around these people that were recording. And at this yeah. point, up until this beach scene or whenever, they didn't know who was the one with the phone in their hand. It could have been Heather herself. You know what I mean? So I think that is why they didn't know who to trust. This whole thing is like a reality show that is not like Housewives. Like we had the rose ceremony, we had the survivor scene, and now this felt like the mole. Like the traitors. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I want this entire cast to be on traitors. I Salt Lake City to traitors. That is a wonderful thing. <laughs> I I a lot of people and we can talk about this at the end of the episode but a lot of people are saying like do we get Monica for next season will they record with her blah 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 if we don't get it I at least need her on the traders house of villains maybe an ultimate girls trip house of villains with like Danielle Staub and Monique please oh my god please please I beg of you Andy I know you're listening give it to us <laughs> Andy oh <laughs> Bless your heart. 
Also, when we found out about Reality Vontees and that it's three years in the making or whatever, I immediately reopened my Know That account to see if she ever messaged me. Mm. And I was angry to find out she did not. (laughs) Wow. But... Yeah. When she would post those videos of Jen Shah attacking the employee and stuff, she would tag all these Bravo accounts in hopes that they would like share it and stuff. And Taria from what else is going on was tagged in all the videos. Oh, because yeah. you know why? Because Taria from day one has been like, Jen Shah's a fucking phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's yeah. probably it. Um, okay, so Heather explains to us the investigation into Monica that it all started when she went to go buy Monica a gift card at Beauty Lab and Laser, only to find out that Monica has several debts at Beauty Lab. Um, I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. She is the owner of Beauty Lab. Why does she need Thank a gift you. card? Yeah, yeah, that also was strange to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wouldn't you just like, you could literally just write it on. Like put her name on the schedule. Yeah. Yeah. And just be like, hey, listen, um, there's a free treatment for you waiting on this day. You know, like for Uh her to be like, I had to go to my own establishment to buy a gift card. I guess maybe just to keep things clean. Like as an owner, you can't just be like giving people free stuff. Maybe that's why. Or to keep things clean in terms of plot. Because I do Correct. think that Heather knew long before this. But if we're pretending that she just got this phone call, then we need to make it look like there was a catalyst for this. Yes. And also, if Heather had known that this entire time Monica um, owed her a bunch of money, uh, why would she not bring that up when Monica right. was like slut shaming her <laughs> or yelling at her about like, why don't you talk to your daughter about fucking, which is mm, so weird. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't Heather have brought that up then? Because that feels like a good time to be like, Monica, shut the fuck up and pay me back for the like Botox or whatever that you owe us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Heather I, holding oh, all that is weird to me. Yeah. And I think because they are fans, like we already discussed, I think that Heather especially, maybe Whitney, I really don't know who was involved, but Heather especially knew this season was in a rough spot. We lost Jen Shaw, and even that last Jen Shaw season wasn't good. I think she knew going into the season they needed to put on a show, which is why she held on to the Black Eye reveal until now. I think that like they were holding on to things to drop into a finale so that they get another season. Yes, absolutely. You're so right. Because again, yes, fandom. (laughs) And this is like highly produced. Like Heather is, she's such a producer, you know, and she's just annoying because she thinks that she's not a producer. (laughs) Like own that you're the producer of the show, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So it started with the debts. Then it was talking about the timing of the DMs and the DMs being like, like her, apparently she says she got a DM before the pirate dinner and all this stuff. And then Whitney is like, isn't it weird that she got a DM right before dinner? And I was like, oh, so Whitney is also known. This yeah. Time. And then we find out that there's a hairdresser involved named Tanisha. <laughs> and Tanisha mm-hmm. is Heather's hairdresser. And Tanisha and Monica used to be very dear friends. And then Tanisha is the one that called Heather and told her all this stuff, allegedly on camera, where Heather is shaking and crying and just like, can't. (laughs) Guys, get out of here. (laughs) Guys, guys, I'm serious. Get out of here. 
Like, okay. Uh, and then even the way they're like, I wonder, I wanted to know what text she sent to the ladies to have them come down to the beach. Because they were like, Heather, is everything okay? Yeah. Are you okay? What's Why are you crying? <laughs> like, I don't know. What did she say to you? Like, And I know editing can make things crisper, but I really do think they were just in a line at that door waiting to come down. Because like, they, <laughs> she said, like, we had the camera pan. There was not a time cut. Like, it was Lisa saying, like, guys, what's happening? And then Heather was like, we need to wait for Meredith. And the camera goes to the steps, and Meredith's coming down the steps. Like, this yeah. is one after another. Yes. And Meredith <laughs> really does walk down the steps like she's coming down for a rose ceremony. She does. Hey, now, what's going on? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know that every gay on Twitter has already said this, myself included, but this felt very big little lies to me, this whole oh, beach yes. scene. Yes. And I don't know if I need an HBO recreation of this season of Salt Lake City or <laughs> if I <laughs> or if I need to see these four women to be on an HBO show and stumble their way through acting. Either way, I do need to see these women conspiring on a beach again oh my god absolutely <laughs> really wise oh especially the way they all are like holding each other's hands yes. okay yeah um, so we get to the dinner i did write down yeah they're so horrified they're they're more hor- horrified about this than they were when they found out that jen shaw was like <laughs> elderly for like millions of dollars yeah like they called her at the reunion. They had her come to. They had her. She she had already pled guilty. Or she needed to be sentenced. And Heather brought her to BravoCon in October. Uh-huh. And Jen went to prison. Like she got checked. She checked into prison in January. So like, <laughs> it's they're really acting like this is the worst thing. And a troll account. Oh my god. Like, well, I think because it happened to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Th- this, they're not random old ladies whose life savings right. were stolen. This someone talked about me once on this troll account. <laughs> me once. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut back to dinner, and they say, "We know that you are reality volunteers." <laughs> and initially, Monica denies all of it, and then she says, "Well, it's not entirely not true." <laughs> she says, "That's not true entirely," which uh, I think is really good. It is good. <laughs> This what I can't say it enough. For two hours, my face was flush after this episode. I, I attempted to go to bed as soon as the episode was over, at, at, which was nine o'clock. I could not. And I laid in bed doing nothing for two hours. My face hot as Hades, just with a heart pounding. <laughs> like, I, like I was just in a marathon. I could not sleep. You're okay. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Um, so it's complicated. I did in the beginning with Quinn, and then I found out that he watched episodes without me, so I never watched again. Oh, just out of spite. Okay, (laughs) well, this feels very much like, spoiler alert, in Game of Thrones when we find out that who John's parents were. And Mm. so, like, it feels very much like that for you, where you were just like, I can't sleep. Like, so much of what is the internet saying about this? This is crazy. That's how I felt, because I, what was I going to say? I feel like so many housewives finales fall flat because like you can only yell at a party 
knowing that that's the end of something for so much. You know what I mean? Like I can attack you at a party, but then we're not going to get any scenes after that. That's the end. We'll get a little card about like, Donnie is still having diarrhea issues, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> but like the party is it. Whereas this felt scripted to me. This felt Pretty Little Liars. This felt Gossip Girl. This felt like a WB show. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? It was a dope. I'm going to say it was a UPN show. Like, it's- <laughs> oh, no. First of all, there's not enough black people on Salt Lake City. You're right. You're right. If Mary was on this trip, it would have been a UPN. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. Lisa is horrified. Um, the bigger accusation that comes out of here is that Monica also stole from Meredith's store. And then we get the the footage of it. And I'm like, again, if you all knew this this entire time, what are we right. doing here? And that is why I start to wonder when Meredith knew. Because Meredith and Monica were the two um, suspects in the, like, burner account about the Greek mafia. <laughs> so, so Listen to what you just said. <laughs> No, but even sicker than that, Noah, is that think about how many people in the United States are having this exact conversation on podcasts right now. <laughs> like it is sick in itself that we are having this conversation, but then to think there are at least a hundred other duos having this conversation somewhere is really makes my stomach hurt. You know what's funny? <laughs> right after Scandal, and I know you were completely checked out of Scandal because mm-hmm. you were like, I don't care about Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. So this is what it was like. Oh. <laughs> I feel like this is way funnier than Scandal. Like Scandal was infuriating. This is hilarious. Yeah. Do you think and this I- is funny? I do think it's funny. Okay, thank God. Yeah. I was like, and what if Donnie's like, no, Noor, this is not funny. This is the <laughs> I started thing. crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do think it's very funny. And also, like, it's nothing, too. Like, Anthony, perhaps you know about Know That, a Real Housewives podcast that doesn't exist anymore, so I don't know why I plugged that. But my co-host of that podcast, Anthony, he hasn't watched it yet. He was at a Broadway show last night, so he... I like told him, stay off the internet, make sure you go in blind. It is thrilling, captivating television. And he said, like, is it, what is revealed? Is it big? And I said, no, (laughs) no. I said, I don't want to talk about it because if I tell you if it's big or little, it'll hype you up. Just go into a blind because it really is an hour of nothing, but it feels like the most intense thing you've ever watched. Absolutely. You really <laughs> nailed it. That's actually really perfect. Thank because, you. Because, yes, like, there's all these, like, little reveals, right? Yeah. Like, there's a Monica stole from Meredith's store while, when, back when she was blonde. And then Monica's, like, sh- she just says shit or something. She keeps saying, like, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And then suddenly cuts to Angie going, shit! <laughs> Speaking for the first time this entire dinner. <laughs> I forgot Angie was there. <laughs> Me too. And then we find out that Monica's like, you better shut the hell up, Angie, because you've yeah. been involved. Now, I 100% believe that Angie was involved with the burner account. Oh, yeah. Well. Like, she was definitely somebody who knew who everybody was. She was mm-hmm. very, she was very happily, gleefully sharing, liking, going on all this stuff. And Monica's right. All these women are pretending like they're so horrified, but they all followed me. They all watched my stories. Mm-hmm. They all reacted to stuff, which again, 
goes back to you all have known and here's what I think is happening. Rather than it coming out that a a truth about them and their involvement with Jen Shaw coming out, they're like, let's instead talk about this like it's the worst thing in the world and paint her to be the greatest liar and deceptor in the world that nobody will believe anything that she says going mm-hmm. forward. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's like the play here and that's why they're being so over the top. But I also think you're right. It's that idea of like, we're okay with other people getting duped, but we like can't believe we got duped ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also like, they're so upset because they're like, have you been recording us this whole time? And it's like, well, I I don't know if you know, but this whole thing is being recorded. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't understand (laughs) what she meant by that. But I think it's because they know that when the cameras go down, they have separate conversations from Mm -hmm. with the women, especially with Monica or with other people than they do when the cameras are up. I think that's really what it is. I think like they're afraid that like that Lisa Barlow hot mic moment, all these things are going to be the things that come out about who they really are. And to which I say, ladies, (laughs) you're on a reality television show. Right. I'm going to need you to be more honest about who you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Heather has a monologue. <laughs> and it's like, Heather has, it's so stupid. <laughs> Heather has, oh, before this, Monica says that she says that she didn't start the account. Tanisha started the account and then a whole bunch of other people were involved. We get bleep, 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 bleep was involved. I'm like, say their name. Please. Please. Now, Dana from last season, she was involved because mm-hmm. Monica did a live last night watching the episode and saying like, fuck these ladies, da 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 Lisa yeah. supported Ted Cruz, all this stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. And Dana was there. And she never said she was involved, but like she was involved. Yeah. And that's, again, that goes back to what you're saying, which I think they've all known that Monica was involved in the burning. Yeah, yeah. I think they've all known that Reality Vontese was Jen's former employees because right. of the way that the videos came out. All yeah. the videos were about Jen being a terrible employer. Like that uh-huh. was the whole thing about Jen being a terrible person. So like last season when Dana was like, I know the informant, Monica was mm. the informant. They all know this. So I think right. that they've known about it the entire time. I think as soon as here's, oh, this just came to my mind. As soon as they started to see how Monica was doing this thing with like, Meredith and being like, oh, Meredith said that this said and that said. Like, that's when I think they were like, oh, Monica's slowly going to do this to all of us. So mm. let's get ahead of it and let's just call her out for having her like little stupid burner account. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, she says her only thing was that she wanted to expose Jen Shaw for who she was. And I agree with Monica that having a burner account is not that big of a deal. Yeah. No, it's not. Okay, let's just go ahead and say that. I don't care. <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure there's that one lady who's like super, I don't know if it's a lady or a gent or non-binary uh-huh. on Twitter. Uh-huh. But it's this person on Twitter who is like, has a hard on against Garcelle. Mm, yes. I think their like name is something like baddie something, like Bravo baddie or something, mm-hmm. right? Don't come for me. But I think <laughs> yeah, that's Lisa Rinna. Like that's like the running joke is like, that's yeah. Lisa Rinna's burner account. So I'm like, you know, in Beverly Hills, they go to like pay like in New York they go to page six. In uh-huh. Beverly Hills, they go to radar online. They don't have those publications. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. 
So, so you like, just need to do it yourself from the ground up, just like Joseph Smith. <laughs> Pioneers. Then, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Heather has a big monologue. And then the other big reveal is that Jen gave her the black eye. And Heather in this monologue says some stuff about like something about you seems so familiar to me and it gave me the feelings about Jen and all this stuff. And she doesn't want to go through all of this again because Monica's behavior reminds them of Jen. And I'm like, I don't – I think that's a reach. Like, yeah. yes, Monica ha- is like a – has Jen tendencies, but I don't see the connection between Heather being like, I did this for Jen and I'm not going to do it for you. Do what? Like, right. It is a reach. And it's also, I don't know what word I want to use, but like Heather pretending that she views Jen as this big villain is a joke. If Jen was released tomorrow on Good Behavior and came back for next season, we would have her and Heather in a bathtub by episode two. (laughs) 1,000%. Yeah. Now, did you see that Jen Shaw went on... Caraberry is so funny. She was like, Jen used all her commissary money for her to get online <laughs> and tweet and like go on put it in her story. She says something about like how if she gave Heather the black eye, wouldn't Bravo have had footage of it? Wouldn't yeah. why would they be? They're just butthurt that I didn't Andy's butthurt because I didn't do a one-on-one with them, <laughs> blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, who is to be believed? And you know what? <laughs> it's crazy because I read that and I said, maybe Heather is a liar. I don't think that Jen gave her the black eye. Here's my thing. I think Jen gave her the black eye, but I also think it probably happened when cameras were down, so they don't have the footage. But everything else Jen said, Andy's butthurt, I didn't do a one-on-one, da-da-da-da, that's probably all true as well. Uh, you're right. Multiple yeah. things can be true. Exactly. Um, Monica gets kicked off of the island. The episode <laughs> ends with, like, Heather sobbing sobbing into Whitney's arms and I'm like again you did not have this reaction when you found out that your friend is a fucking felon when you found out that your best friend had been scamming people for millions of dollars when she admitted to it in the court of law and decided that like she like to reveal that after months years of telling you guys that she was innocent went and told you guys didn't even tell you guys actually had you guys come down to new york to pretend to be her buddy didn't tell you that she was going to plead guilty and then you just like and you didn't sob then i think heather is a person that doesn't do confrontation well and we've seen since jen left especially we've seen her be more confrontational but in ways where she has to be defensive at the same time whereas now i think she truly felt like she was in the right nothing monica could say would condemn her in anything so it's just like attack 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 and then with all the other women attack 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 as well i think it's just the energy that was building up and very contagious and i think like once it was over it was just a release oh god you're right like i don't think she was sad necessarily yeah i mean you're (laughs) right yeah i think it was more like a cathartic release yeah like i'm tired of holding all this in because she turned into angela bassett for god's sake she's like get your shit get your (laughs) shit i'm like oh my god what's happening (laughs) 
<laughs> this is waiting to exhale. It was so dramatic. <laughs> she was sobbing. She was sobbing as if somebody died. Yeah. I've seen her react like less to other things. Like she reacted less to getting a black eye. Yes. She did yeah. <laughs> to this. It's so silly. <laughs> um they get their little cards, whatever. It might as well have said Donnie still has diarrhea. Like, it was so anti The only one that I was glad we got was the Lisa Barlow one. Because it was like, <laughs> now that her favorite son is gone, she'll start paying attention to the little one. <laughs> yeah, she's like, <laughs> new hobby. Yeah. Like, is your child a hobby? Like, can you yeah. say that? That's weird. It would be hilarious if they like write their own little title card. <gasps> that would be great. Also, we got a little shot of like, Angie K in lingerie waiting to get on her cute little husband. And it was like, sometimes, and there, her title card was like, they're fucking sometimes. Like, it was so <laughs> stupid. And then also, Meredith's Uh-oh. was show so shady. They were like, after excruciating day, I said I didn't read any of them. Apparently, she, I yeah, read you all have, of them. In word um, for word. <laughs> Meredith's was like, after, you know, excruciating days without a bathtub, she went back to a bathtub in her rental house. So, okay. <laughs> so stupid. Mm. I don't know what Whitney's was. About her daughter driving that fucking golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> talk about horrific okay devastating is a 13 year old behind the wheel of a golf cart terrifying doing bobby get off the road (laughs) (laughs) sipping those like soda drinks that she like mixed up she was like this is high c with diet dr pepper (laughs) and tang and grenadine or whatever oh my god her eyes bulging out of her head okay (sighs) put down the drink relax Relax. Then we get a te- um, um, We thought we were going to get Monica's side of the confessional, but essentially it's a teaser for the reunion. Oh, for sure. Yeah. What I did love about the reunion trailer was um, we, uh, Mar- uh, Mary does an amazing impression of Whitney. <gasps> she does. It's so good. I was like, okay, well, I love you guys. So <laughs> no harm, no foul. I'm all is forgiven. Did you see, I don't know if it's from BravoCon or Kathy Hilton's Christmas party. Really the same thing, either way. Um, But (laughs) did you see someone was like, can you tell us about whatever the reunion or the finale something? And Mary just says, pray for Monica, you guys. (laughs) Yeah. I saw that. I loved it. She was like, and she was so sincere. She really needs your prayers. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, good. See, (laughs) Mary Cosby. A predator, probably, um, but also has been preyed on by a predator. Also, yeah. uh-huh. I have a lot of conflicting guys. Go listen to the Bravo docket. Like they have a whole Mary Cosby breakdown. It's very complicated. Is she a bad person? Probably, but she's also a deeply stunted human, likely yeah, in a hostage situation with that weird old grandpa that she's married to. Anyway, <laughs> Mary is so sincere because like she did not offer a single prayer. To Jen. In fact, the only prayer she offered to Jen was, I pray that you're guilty. And so, <laughs> so I feel uh, like I feel like from Mary Cosby to God's ears, you know? Yeah. A lot of people on Twitter are saying X, excuse me. A lot of people Don't. on X are saying no, we still call it Twitter. Okay, right, right. A lot of people on Twitter are saying that next season mary should be full-time because then monica will have at least one alliance member yeah and i think with time like if they go back to recording tomorrow 
I don't think the girls would say, yes, bring Monica back. But if we give it like a month or two, I think with time passing, everybody except Heather will say like, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> we, I honestly and, think, yes, go ahead. So finish. Enough to like, will they still yell at her all season for it? Yes. Will Lisa scream at her anytime she can? Yes. But I think that it's, so minimal that they'll still be able to have her around. Yeah. I think it's like, it's silly because it's, it's like, they're mad about the fact that like this, that they're mad about the fact that Monica didn't say, yeah, I used to have a burner account. Yeah. Or I have a burner account. By uh-huh. the way, reality Von T's on Twitter, still very active. Yeah. Posting all kinds of shady, making fun of the reunion looks as if she wasn't there. <laughs> well, that's what yesterday Reality Vontees posted an Instagram story that just said tonight. <laughs> I'm obsessed. It's so good. It's so funny. It's yeah. like when I it's like when I <laughs> it's so stupid. It's like when I post a picture of my kids and myself on like my regular account, like my personal Instagram, yeah. which is private. And then I think I look really good in that picture. So then I post just like I crop my kids out because I don't like my kids on my public account. Uh-huh. It's like very much the same thing. And there uh-huh. have been times when I have accidentally posted a story of like a personal story onto my reality is <gasps> account. Or oh. And then somebody's like, Jax Taylor did what? Who's Jax Taylor? In like my other account where like I only post about like Palestine and like yeah. Sudan and like people dying. They're like, wow, you're so vapid. I'm like, no. <laughs> now you know the truth. I think Heather, yeah. by the way, is going to record, record. We keep saying record, tape with. Oh, Heather. yeah. <laughs> they might as well be recording. Like Please. an old time yeah. little uh-huh. <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, by the way, speaking of production, like one of my favorite things was like the scurrying in the background. Yes! You know they were giddy. They every time that door closed, you know they were giggling behind those curtains. It's just a bunch of people. Like this. this is so funny. Like the wall of cameras that like Monica has to walk past to go yeah. downhill to like, where are you going? Into the sea? Like <laughs> Isn't your room up there? You have the view. Right. It was just so funny. But like, I think that I think Heather is, again, a fan. So Heather Mm -hmm. will happily record with these people again. Like she will happily film with Monica again. I think the hardest person to break to film with Monica truly will be Lisa Barlow. Yeah. But I think if if Bravo gets everybody else... Even if these are fake words, if Bravo gets everybody else and then tells Lisa, everybody else said yes, it's either you and Monica or just Monica. Like, yeah. you can pick, babe. And then she'll do it. Yeah, like, Whitney took pictures with that racist-ass Jenny Wynn right, at, like, uh-huh. a red carpet. Let's yeah. calm down, uh-huh. okay? Like, we're honestly acting. Like, having a burner account is the worst thing in the world. Like... Jenny Wynn was posting memes about black people getting run down in cars. Like, and then you guys had no reaction to that. But again, <laughs> they're not black. Like, it didn't affect oh, of them. Course it didn't yeah. affect them. You're right. You're right. You're right. Duh, and I think that is the biggest thing here is even though Reality Vontese just said, like, Whitney and her sham of a marriage, like, who cares? If you don't have proof, say it's just bullshit. Yeah. But. I think because their names were said at all, that is the problem here. Oh, you're right. Oh, God. <laughs> I love delight. when you say that. Thank you. <laughs> when I say, oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll do it in Lisa Barla voice. Oh, you're right. 
<laughs> that was a little cookie monster adjacent, but it's okay. <laughs> but isn't she? <laughs> she is. She is. One more thing I want to talk about before we leave. A lot of people on Twitter as well are saying like, <laughs> why didn't Bravo do a background check? Hold First on. of all, what? I'm out. When you say a lot of people on Twitter, it's, it's giving like... It's giving like when influencers come on and are like, a lot of you guys have been asking. Well, listen, no. First of all, a lot of people on Twitter talk about people saying that as well. And it was in a lot of like outlets for 2023. And that people do ask. (laughs) I I only have 7,000 followers. There are people with 200,000. There are people with millions. So I can only imagine the amount of messages I get like, Donnie, should I watch this movie? Donnie, where did you get that? Whatever. Apple. Whatever. Like, and I only have 7,000. So for the amount, the percentage of people that ask me with my amount of followers, real influencers, I'm sure, get millions of messages, thousands of messages. Okay, not you on the third day of the new year defending influencers. Okay, Donnie. A lot of people have been asking. (laughs) Stop. Okay, tell me, what is everybody saying on Twitter? Oh, yeah. So a lot of people on Twitter, you guys, are saying, like, why didn't Bravo do a background check? First of all, a background check on what? A background check on what? Second, second, even if this account was posting, like, Whitney's social security number, even if it was posting, like, I don't know, birth certificates, it is still... Like, what would Bravo ask in a background check? Do you have a burner account? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't really understand what they want the background check to be. Okay. One thing that actually cracked me up was, like, today I didn't realize this, but when I went to Peacock this morning, because I watched the episode this morning, I looked at the tri- like the the um, description of what Real Housewives of Salt Lake City says. It's <laughs> so silly. In the majestic mountains of Utah is a hidden social circle of successful women. Is there? (laughs) Like, and I feel like if you view it like that, right? Like, it's a hidden circle of successful women balancing their affluent lifestyles and the demands of raising families. Like, yeah, when you describe a show like this, like a hidden social circle, Mm Is hidden social circle code for like nobody's because that's what this is. So it's just so funny that like they treat it like as if it's like some sort of like exclusive society of like super rich women. It's like, no, all of you are broke. Apparently Angie owes a millions of dollars to the IRS. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I believe that that's public information. <laughs> so like, okay. Yeah. You know, who cares? So it's just so funny to me. Yeah. And like, if you have this idea where like, if there are dummies online. Mm-hmm. Or in the world who are watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and they believe about this hidden social circle and right. they believe they fall into the belief that these women are actually wealthy, which is silly yeah. at best, but also stupid of you if right. you believe that. <laughs> right. If you believe that, then yes, I guess those are the people that are like a background check would have really solved things. Like, okay. Mm. A, a background check would not bring up a burner account, but shouldn't you have been concerned about the background checks when Jen Shaw was scamming millions of exactly. elderly? Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> or that, like, what was her name? Diana Jenkins. <gasps> when she was like, yeah, allegedly uh, trafficking uh-huh. people. My God, 
dark stuff. That's dark. <laughs> yeah. That's actually dark. A burner uh-huh. account? Please. Who cares? <laughs> so silly. Ugh, I love uh, it. It's so good. Time. One of the best uh, seasons of television. Hands down. Absolutely. That was, I can say without a doubt, the best Housewives finale of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would for sure say it's top five seasons of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. This was classic Roni stuff, like mm. where they all are working. They all need to be here. They yeah. all need to film together. Like I like, I think the only thing that I'm worried about is because of this reveal or whatever, that they're going to view themselves as better than Monica because mm. they're like, well, we're not fans. And it's like, again, yes, you are. Yeah. But I, I don't like, I think, it. I think that's silly. Like, I think that when, they when somebody on the show thinks that they're better than other people, that's when shows start to get not fun. Like that's what's uh-huh. happening on Potomac. Yeah. So I feel like as long as that doesn't happen, I'll watch these ladies ride into the sunset yeah. or walk into the ocean, whatever the hell they want to do. <laughs> I don't care. Or both. <laughs> or both. <laughs> Donnie, what do you have going on? Good question. Uh, <laughs> you, Is Jesse uh, still forcing you to read books? No, no. Once Thank the strike God. ended, we do not. You burned the books. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we you banned them. To, you donated to DeSantis and you were like, you know what? We do need to ban books. <laughs> <laughs> you had a good idea this whole time. Um, but all books. I never want to read again. Not just mm. controversial material. <laughs> okay, so you can follow me on all platforms at Real Donnywood. Um, and that is now Letterbox included. <laughs> I joined that the other day and I'm having so much fun. I don't know um, what it is. Oh, it's like a movie. You rate movies and like film people really take it seriously. And they're oh. like, oh, this movie's a 3.5 because of this. But I'm on there like rating Teaching Mrs. Tingle a five, <laughs> rating Mary Kate and Ashley our first video a five. I'm having a ball on Letterboxd. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wait. So, like, people aren't doing Rotten Tomatoes anymore? Um, I guess that still exists. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Always like my husband, my brother, and my husband are always like it's certified fresh. Maybe it's just like a straight people thing. Honestly, it's, now that I'm saying it, it seems very cis male. Yeah, it, it does. seems like toxic masculine to be honest <laughs> at this point. So Letterbox, we're out with 2023, out with <gasps> Rotten Tomatoes, in with Letterbox. That's yes, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, and then you can listen to my podcast where I also talk about movies and mostly myself. And that is I Am The Cute One, a nostalgia podcast that I co-host with Chelsea. Yeah. God, you guys are the best. You um, are. I'll be I'll be back later this week. I had forced my brother to watch Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, Real Housewives of New York Legacy. So many words. <laughs> um, and so we're gonna recap the last two or three episodes of that show this week. And then no Potomac this week. Beverly Hills is back at some point, and Miami's been doing stuff. So I'll be back later this week to talk about those things. But hey, happy new year. This is my first episode of the new year. <laughs> Wow, happy new year. What a way to ring it in. <laughs> with dra- with drama. <laughs> Cookie monster again. A little bit. Oh my god, yeah. maybe I do need to do lines. <clears throat> I love that. Oh yeah, that was good. Uh-huh. Now <laughs> <Yeah>. say <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Yo!
You're lying, Monica. <laughs> So stupid. Wait, since we're on impressions, I'm not going to do a voice, but I did write down, let's end the episode with this. Fuck you, you dumb old fucking piece of shit, leather rubbery hands, Donald Trump hands. I want to make that my ringtone. Is that what she said? She said Donald Trump hands? <laughs> yeah. Oh, because God. someone someone thought she said Donald Trump fan and they tweeted, I'm obsessed with Twitter. They tweeted it and we're like, Monica just came for Lisa Barlow. And then Lisa Barlow said, turn on the captions, babe. She said Donald Trump hands. <laughs> the only bigot I support is Ted Cruz, babe. <laughs> <laughs>